Who? What is it good for? Akawar. <laughs> I'm Maddie. And I'm still Katie. And welcome to the spiral. Where we obsess so you don't have to. Oh, wow. Or Are they getting better or worse, do you think? You know? To each as, their own. As, as the books get better, the intros deteriorate. <laughs> Well, well, okay. So, pluses <laughs> can't all be perfect all the time. All right. So, the finale of the first trilogy: A Court of wing- Wings and Ruin, Wings and Ruin, Rings and Ruin. <laughs> this is gonna be tough, isn't it? Not even drunk. Uh, coffee and enthusiasm. <laughs> right, baby. It was really just a roller coaster, but I I feel like a roller coaster that was like stuck at like the, not quite the apex of the toppest the to, the highest point of the roller coaster. It's like you're constantly stuck at like right over right before you get to that apex. You yeah. know, it's like you're just constantly like okay, things are happening, things are happening, things are happening, things are happening. This is it. This is it. This is the drop. And it's not till like yeah. those final chapters that it just like whoosh. Or that song it all goes. where it's like you're waiting for the beat drop, waiting for the beat yeah. drop, waiting for the beat drop, but then you realize you're getting punked and the beat drop is never going to come. And, and all of a sudden, comes. all of a sudden you've read 80 chapters in one day and you're like, whew. Wow. And all of a sudden it's 3 a.m. and you're sobbing in bed and your husband <laughs> thinks you're having a panic attack or you're kind of having a panic attack, but it's just your book. It's just you're just your really book. emotionally invested into the world of the high fae. Yeah, totally normal things. Totally so, normal. If you're just joining us. <laughs> so if you feel all those things, welcome. Strap in, folks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Like, you get back to the spring court. Right. And you're like, okay, I think I know where this is going. Yeah. And then it's... You don't. Drop. Yeah. Yeah. Drop. Yeah. That's my roller coaster. Oh, the... Yeah. (laughs) Okay. From start to finish, it's a lot. Yeah. And I think that's why I think that's why Misted Fury is actually my favorite because as like action packed as Wings and Ruin is, I think Misted Fury has like a little bit more like of the romance and a little bit like it it gives you a lot of action and then it like kind of pulls back. It gives yeah. you a lot of action and then it kind of pulls back and this is like action packed from pretty much when she like runs away from the spring court. All I'd action, say. all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I think this was the book where I literally sat from the beginning of a Saturday until it got dark in my room. And was just like, oh my God, it's dark out. It's, what it's dark outside. It? Yeah. <laughs> where am I? <laughs> yeah, this one really, whew, this one really sucked me in. But yeah. And I think, I think even from the beginning, we just see Feyre like really coming into her own. Ooh, and, yeah. I mean, she's just, like, double-crossing people in the spring court left and right. I'm like, ooh, bitch. Well, like You are not up, here to play. Straight up from, like, the first chapter when she's, like, critiquing her paintings. And then 
it's just like, this is shit. This is shit. Breaks her freaking paintbrush. And it's like, right then, that was like yeah. the moment where she was like, mm, done. Yeah. Let's do this. Cracks yeah. her neck. It's like, yeah. okay. Put me in, coach. Yep. <laughs> Let's get to work. Yeah. She does not. court from the inside out. And I thought it was going to be kind of like, I guess I I missed the part where like her really hard personal feelings came into play because then all of a sudden she was like playing Lucian against him and then got all of the guards to go against him. And when I think she even says like, he's going to have nothing left. Yeah. And I was like, Ooh, nothing. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, it's like rightfully so. Yeah, she was like, okay, you can fuck with me and my emotions, but you brought my family into this. Yeah. And even though I hate my sisters, it's still a little uh, Again, like, and then hearing, like, all of our sisters, all of our, both the sisters, <laughs> like, I'm going through this. I, like, I did. It's like, you I'm have now no idea. of myself. And it's oh my god. I'm just too good looking and I'm never going to die. And I'm just going to have sex with all of these really good looking fairies. Like I'm just too strong. And it's just, Oh, I can't control my strength or my beauty. And my sister just doesn't understand that it's all her fault. And she's doing nothing to help me. And she's mated with a really nice Faye. Hi Lord Faye. Super giving and generous and just, you know, the worst for her. Ugh. The audacity. I know. I know. I was happy they didn't spend too much time in the spring court. She kind of like, she kind of got right to work. Yeah. Especially with the twins from Highburn there. I was kind of like, oh, I really hope these two don't make it out alive. And I didn't. Yeah. Just the badass way they died too of Feyre just being like, nope, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. She. That's like my least favorite part in all like actiony movies is when the protagonist gives the bad guy like too long to talk. Yes, they they just always somehow get out of it, and she really like didn't let them. Yeah, which I liked. This is like a really weird reference, but this is how my brain's going. It reminds me of the Indiana Jones, where <laughs> the one guy like brings like this big old ninja sword. And then Indiana Jones just brings out a gun and then just. Right. It's like that. Right. Don't give them a chance to talk their way out of it or for something else to happen and then get distracted. Like it's not worth it. Just. And I get it if you need the plot to go on, but there was so many other things that happened. It was like, okay, way to go of just moving on. They were characters that I didn't need to get attached to. Like there's already so many bad guys in this that like the twins so many bad guys then so many bad guy like bad good guys and then good bad guys and then you're just like i don't know which way is up anymore <laughs> i can only focus on so many things <laughs> lord help me yep 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 <clears throat> i do like that she took lucian with her not that I think he really gave her a chance, right? But because what she was, she was running away from the twins, and then found Ianthe fucking yeah, molesting oh, Lucian. Oh, that's right. She was being a dick. 
Yeah, yucky. Yucky. And so then what? She made her take a rock and start beating her own hand. I think that was pretty good of like, you're never going to touch someone that doesn't want to be touched again. And then Lucian's like, bro, I'm coming with you. You're not. (laughs) You're not leaving me. Well, plus, because doesn't he say too of like, you, (laughs) you've alienated me from Tamlin. You're not going to leave me here with him now. Like, no, no. You've destroyed the only other home that I've known. Right. And my mate is there. So. (laughs) Bring me back to my mate. Since that's going so well. (laughs) God. I do kind of feel bad for Lucian. Like the poor guy. I just I know. Yeah, that's a good point. He really is just like, and which I think is where like his friendship with Tamlin really like flourished, or how it really flourished of just a couple of misfits. Yeah, a couple of misfit bachelors. You know, living in the bachelor pad of the spring court, living that batch life. But also it makes sense of why Tamlin, you know, Lucy and Tammy got together because they were just so misled their entire childhoods. That is just yeah. like, they're both just traumatized little boys. <laughs> they're just boys. <laughs> men just like I, to see the world burn and they do. Don't they? And again, the twins poisoning Feyre with Oh, like, that's uh, Right, the Fabian. Yeah, it's like I just think. I mean, every villain has to have like the way that they are the worst villain. You know, they have to have something that's more powerful over the good guys, obviously. But I just feel like all that Highburn has is to make all the other fairies less of themselves. And I just think, like, what a pussy way to go out, you know? But isn't that what bullies are? They yeah, just I suppose. They tear you down to build themselves up. He's just a big old bully. He's just a big old bully. Just a big old meanie head. Quit it's being not mean. nice. Yeah, it was like hard to read, I think, when they were first escaping the fact that they didn't have like their full powers. So I'm like, oh, some shit's going to pop off. And it does. And lo and behold. Freaking Autumn Court. Man, they couldn't have just like gone around. <laughs> Like, under why the would you, under, yeah, I guess I wouldn't really want to go back under the mountain, but I don't know. I just was like, are, is this our best option? Do we think? Yeah. Do we think? <laughs> just quick <Well>. pull. Because <laughs> what was their other option? Summer court. Oh, and they were like, we're not going back to summer court. Oh, that's true. Burn that yeah. bridge, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or flooded that bridge. <laughs> 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 the water dolphins stupid and then the frozen lakes with the brothers Ooh. oh god right on their tails about stress i was like if they get captured and go to the autumn court i don't know if i have it in me to read that <laughs> just don't doesn't feel right i'm already too stressed yeah i don't trust baron Hell no. No. And then, like, what they would probably do to Lucian, it's just... Right. Didn't have it in me. Lucian, but then also Feyre, because, I mean, they don't know that she's High Lady, but they know that she's with Mm Reese. And I just feel like everyone wants 
like everyone sees that Reese is like the most powerful of the high fae, so I think they would just do things to like rile him up, you know? Yes, yes. The book would have just taken a whole other turn. Again, yeah. so many other things that need to happen. I think SJM did a great job of. Yeah. Again, this is happening. Here's some chaos, but we're yeah. going to extinguish it quickly and get them back to the next chaotic moment <laughs> yeah to the next big thing that has to happen <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a good point she 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 tossed in a little bit of like spice but not like too much yeah. that was gonna be like oh jesus here we go yeah but it was pretty badass when kaz and Azriel came down and they're like she's our high lady and then just like <gasps> yeah fucked them all up and then flew away and then of course kaz needs to be freaking fixed again like, I, the man and his healing i cannot i the oh, fact it, that he's still like a functioning member of fae society is unreal because <laughs> he just he's had like i said previously his intestines are more like outestines at this point they don't <laughs> stay in this the meat layer they don't stay in the meat casing as they should his meat bag oh. leaks is <laughs> constantly being opened unbeknownst to him <laughs> i was terrified the entire time because the book opens with a flashbag of re flashbag a meat bag <laughs> a meat bag flashbag a flash back of uh-huh. Reese in the war, like 500 yeah. years ago or whatever, just yeah. looking for Cass and Az. And I was just like, everyone's going to die in this book. And I think she teased that a lot. Not in this okay book. Yeah. I think she teased that a lot in this book of, um, especially Reese saying, I don't know the exact examples that I'm thinking of, but I feel like there were so many conversations of like when they were talking about like what would have to be done. And he just constantly said like, I'm ready to give it all up for like, I'm ready to give myself up. And all of them are like, you're not going to do this again. You're not going to like, yes. you know, you're not, you have, again. yeah. Right. If you die and we all die, then at least we all do that together. Right. But, like, you're not going to bring us all together to, like, do yeah. this thing and then be the only one to sacrifice everything. That doesn't get us anywhere. Right. And that's not a world we want to live in is that you've sacrificed right. yourself and we all have to live with that now. Like, that's not a that's not right. the life we want to keep living. And I think Feyre also had a moment, too. Like, trying. Right. And I think Feyre had a moment like that, too, a little bit towards the end of, like, if he's willing to give himself up for everything, like I'm willing to do that too. And it's like, you guys are missing the point. The point of yeah. fighting is so that no, you can I'm all. No, I'm going to die. No, I'm going to die. No, I am. The only ones that didn't want to die was Nessa and Elaine. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. Ain't dumb. That was how it goes. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to stay here while you guys go sacrifice yeah. everything. You guys are you guys are good, right? <laughs> I'll just be uh, over here sitting in the garden. Right. I de- because of all those little like quips, I definitely thought someone was going to die because oh. she she really hadn't 
she didn't sacrifice anybody in the first two books. Right. At all. Yeah. Anybody on the good team. I was like, someone's dying in this book that I love and I'm I'm going to be best. Destroyed. Yeah. Right. Because like the whole time I'm reading, I'm like, oh God, who would I be okay with her like sacrificing? Well, Nest and Elaine. (laughs) Right, right. Other than them. Right. Inner circle. Inner circle. You're going to make me fall in love with them and then you're going to rip them away. Not again. Um, I think the only one I was like okay with would have been Amarin. Only because she's so outwardly like I've lived for so long. Like I have like the reason she doesn't have like human emotions is because she's not human. She's not human, but she's also lived so long that like things don't phase her. Right. You know what I mean? Like simple little things. She's like flip on the radar. What am I going to do? Get upset? Right. (laughs) What's that going to do? Which I kind of like. I kind of like that outlook on it. Could I live like like that? Fuck no. (laughs) It's like when you turned 30. It's like, oh, I've seen it all. What am I going to (laughs) do? Cry about it? I'm going to get mad. We'll get over it. Right. I'm going to expend my energy because that person sucks. No, I don't think so. That's not how this is going to work. Too busy reading my fairy books. (laughs) I mean, you can like try and leave up, yes, but. It's not getting through. <laughs> yeah. Leave a message. Beep. <laughs> this is a recording. <laughs> and then we have the meeting. This is starred several times in my notes. This, <laughs> I think this might be like my favorite scene of all the books put together. When they right. all meet. I... Still, to this day, would love a reenactment of it, but all drag queens as the High Lords. <laughs> I don't understand your uh, fascination with this. Don't either, but I want to see it. So, t- anyone out there who's listening and could make that happen, that'd be cool. I mean, it really plays into my favorite favorite piece of any action movie of when you like get the band together because you're like. You finally have all the high fae of the the courts together. So you get like a little bit more about their personalities and who they are in front of each other, which I think is so different of like, you know, who's going to put on a good face. Who's going to be da, 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 da. And I just, I think just the unified front of our inner circle is just so good. Yes. They're all just, they're there. They're there and they're stoic and they're like, this is what's happening. How are we going to fix this? Well, and it's kind of like Feyre's like debutante ball a little bit of (laughs) coming out party. Yeah. Yeah. Because they tell everybody that she's the high lady, right? Yeah. Because she doesn't bow or anything. Mm. And Reese is like, that's a no one. It's like, take me now. (laughs) Oh my god. Well, then I think we also see Tamlin for what he really is. Like, oh, the monster that he is. Just a whiny baby. I remember texting you about that, just being like, are you effing kidding me? It was hard to read through, because I think Feyre and Reese are both trying to keep 
their composure and also not trying to like alienate anybody. But when like Tamlin was just like flinging shit at Feyre of like being a slut and oh well I guess it's easy to be a high lady when you open your legs and yada 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 it's like or does she still then, do this when you do this Reese oh and- god yeah oh that one I was like how yeah how do you keep I would like just as my friend I feel like I would flip a table of like how fucking dare you yeah but it you all gets shut down when he here. Your prostitution whore <laughs> engaged 19 times. <laughs> oh, God. One of the best moments. One of the best moments in reality history. Oh. Um, he's like, and then you you open your legs and then you you sneak away in the middle of the night. And favorite just like looks at him calmly and is like, the sun was shining when I left you. Yes. Just yes. put my book down. <laughs> oh. I put my book down, oh. and I was just oh. like, "Ooh, child, ooh, child, ooh, that got me. That was so good. Mother that was Mary so good. Give me strength. God ooh. bless. God bless and good night. Yeah. I'm, I'm out. Like, the book could have ended there, and I would have been happy. Me I too. Like, it's like you know what? No, she she hit all the bullet points. Yep. Mm-hmm. The war has been won. Yes. We we need nothing more from anybody at this table. We are done here. Even how Highburn self self uh, destructs. He's like, no, yeah, yeah, that was a good one. All of my agenda items have been checked. Yeah. I'm good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Pharaoh wins it all. Pharaoh wins yeah. it all. All I see is Ashton Kutcher burn. Yeah. Oh, burn. <laughs> yeah, that was. I think my favorite part of almost any of the books because she just what you truly are and that is ugly i just feel like she in one single moment in one single quote just became the person that everyone needs her to be Mm -hmm. and became like an actual high lady of like this man is slinging shit at you. You keep your composure. You calm all of your friends down from kicking his ass. And then you also just say like, hey, I left you on my own accord. There were no stars in my eyes. There was no kind of magic. You're a shitty person and I left. You can't take that away from me. Yes. Fuck you. And the horse you rode in on. That's right. Pal. 100%. Then I was thinking, like, was he also being such a big dick because he ended up, like, working, like, undercover with Highburn? And so in order to really, like, sell it, he had to, like, alienate everybody. But I don't know how I feel about that either because then I'm like, well, you didn't have to go so personal. Right. And I don't want to give him excuses either. (laughs) True. And I think there were just so many other ways that he could have gone, gone about, about it. it. I know and I think part- it could be a little bit of mixture of both, but I think it was a very easy way for him to let out all of his frustration of it all. Yeah. Because, I mean, Tam Tam was in love. Like, his heart was absolutely broken. I mean, he had a really fucked up way of showing it. But like Reese said, like, sometimes... Loving someone so much can be dangerous. And it's just like, 
yeah, but is that really love? But, but then, I think that's and then, family version of love because the man, again, fucked up, traumatized childhood. Does he even really know what love is? Yeah, and I think that's what I go back to is like, was he really in love or was it just like circumstances? You know, I like he it thought he was in love. Maybe that's it. He thought he was in love. He thought he was in love versus yeah. actually when you find that. Because Farah, I think, thought she was in love, too, until she found someone that showed her, like, what true love was. Right. And I think Tamlin only was shown, like, Amarantha's, like, obsession with him when he was younger. But any kind of romantic relation, who knows, like, if he really ever had something to... Right. You know, base it off of. What's the event that, like, he has to have sex in order to, like... Isn't it Summer Solstice, I think? Yeah, where it's, like, the... He has to have sex in order for, like, the magic to, like, keep going and whatever. It's, like... For the crops to grow. (laughs) For spring to be sprung. Babe, I had to fuck her. Babe. It's not just me on the line. It's for our people. Had to have sex with her. Yeah. Yeah. I think it all comes down to like what he was shown as a child and what he, I just think it was out of circumstance purely. I think it worked with her. And if, if that was the only thing that had to happen was like them fall in love and then under the mountain shit didn't happen. I think they probably would have had like a decent life together. But I also think that at some point, like every relationship where it's like, oh, this is fine, this is good, has to go through something. And whether that's just Feyre being like bored out of her mind and Tamlin finally shows the true colors of like, no, I'm locking you in the house. Who knows? Things are going to be babe. I got to lock you in the basement. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Oh, okay. It's not that I want to do this. I have to do this. Yeah. For your own safety. Right. Right. So, right. So I don't know. I think yeah. I think that's part of the whole mate bo- mating bond between her and Reese too, is that eventually at some point Reese was gonna show up. Yep. You but know? also I think you're right, and everything how Feyre changed throughout all of these books, but then Reese being that partner of you'll always have a choice, I think opens up her mind of, oh, that's a thing. Right. And it's it's scary. My own dichotomy. Got it. That's that's a normal thing. It's scary, but I also really like this. Yes. Absolutely. Versus just pure safety. Yes. We might make mistakes, but we're in it together. God damn it. Baby. Yes, baby. But I think it was just also a very you know, great excuse for Tamlin to have his tantrum. A Tammy's tantrums. tantrums. Welcome to Tammy's Tantrums. Welcome to another episode of Tammy's Tantrums. Where he just gets to let it out at whoever is closest to him. You're absolutely right. Like, Feyre, I think, just elevated to a whole nother level when she said, the sun was shining when I left you. Right. Like, it was just like no nope. boiling for her when he started like shouting shit at her. He's like, no, nope, like her transformation is complete, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't think of myself as much of a confrontational person, 
But I have to say, if like those things were know, said I about me, pretty great things of you being confrontational. Yeah, what when I'm, I'm gonna pushed. Say, all I'm going to say is barefoot in a parking lot at 3 a.m. in St. Joe, Minnesota. That's all I'm going to say. With the sombrero guy, huh? Yeah. And Katie came to I mean, rescue. I was going to say, again, a man shouting shit at someone that I love, <laughs> I'm going to go off. Like, if I were sitting at that table and I wasn't even Farah, if I was like Moore or Amarin, I would, I would have already, yeah, I would have already been out of my, already been out of my chair. (laughs) Like, straight from the get-go. Oh my god, you don't speak to someone that way. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) You just have a, like, to be continued, Katie just flips her desk. (laughs) Oh my god. (sighs) I don't get ruffled very often, but when I ruffle, I ruffle hard. Yeah. But didn't as choke slam Eris too? Was it, Eris? it was either Eris or Baron. Yeah. I don't know. Both of them probably deserved it. Honestly. But again, yeah, that I think would have been me. Especially us growing up. The mantra in our house was Maddie, violence is not the answer. Use your words. So I think I definitely would have been as in that of just <laughs> quick little choke I think, slam. I think I would have forgotten that in that moment. <laughs> there would have been a fireball somewhere up someone's ass. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but just off the top of my head. What, the way that I'm feeling that would have gone is not great. Uh, yeah. Per se. Per se. But, but overall... Oh. Such one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> just so many things happen. And oh, so many personalities. Not to mention, let's talk about reality history. Helian. Yeah. And Mrs. Van Sarah. Oh, baby daddy. Mrs. Van Sarah. Mrs. Van Sarah. She makes a good sauce. She's a nice a lady. She's a real nice lady. Real nice lady. Really nice to some people. More than others. Uh, yeah, I'm really <laughs> hoping that I that that comes back. That the the realization that Lucian is, or I guess maybe because you don't really like favorite. Doesn't she have like a vision? Yeah. That Helian and Mrs. Van Sarah have gotten together, and Lucian is the. It's one of my favorite <laughs> moments because they're like all back in the room after the meeting Mm. and Reese down the bond is like dude like why are you freaking out and Farrah's just kind of like had just put two and two together and she's like freaking out like oh my god oh my god oh my god and Reese is like dude chill the fuck out like what's Mm. your problem like we could talk about this later and then she like quickly sends out down the bond and Reese is like holy shit (laughs) I didn't Mm. even think of that (laughs) but also like when oh, they're good. in the room, when they're in the room together, and he just goes, <laughs> "You need to wipe that look yeah. off of your face." Like there are too many very powerful people who can see into your mind. Like, get it he together. <laughs> we can talk about this later. God, it just yeah reminds me a lot of couples. Where it's just like, babe, 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 yeah, babe, chill just the fuck I- out, be cool. 
I can't like tell you've you been here before. Right. I can't tell you exactly what I'm thinking right now, but I need you to remind me about this exact yes. moment. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Where she's so stoic and calm and it's just like delivering gut-wrenching lines at the meeting and then yeah. in one fell swoop it's losing her shit over some hot goss and it's just like oh god i love you i really hope that (laughs) she can do everything she can do it all i just i really hope that comes back like i hope it's gotta uh, please if they do hear our prayers if they do an elaine book the only reason the only way i want to see an elaine book is if it's like uh we learn more about lucian and asriel Um, that's the only yeah. way I think an Elaine book will be like enjoyable to me <laughs> is all the drama around her, her bows. The hot goss not related to Elaine. Her. <laughs> exactly. I don't know if I can. Basically it's an as and Lucian. <laughs> right. Who knows? Maybe, maybe as and Lucian will get together. I'm and down Elaine's with it. Just, yeah. Elaine's just sitting out in the cold. I'm okay with yeah, that. Yeah, but like Lucian is so like that's my mate. <laughs> that's all I hear when I think about him and her Mine? is like Mine? you saying that's my mate, <sighs> which I think is funny. Glad I have an impact on you. Mm-hmm. Just the one, the one impact. That's all right. That's all it takes. Um, but I am really excited to see this book portrayed in in the tv show because of everything that happened like all the fighting whatnot it reminds me of lord of the rings two towers which is mm. my favorite of the lord of the rings and i yeah. think it's because there's just so many kick-ass moments that you're just like all right this is what we've all been waiting for like let's just pop off yeah buckle up you dope it was horrible yeah. reading it but now that I know <laughs> what happened. <laughs> and I can watch it knowing that no one's going to die. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was so hard getting through that book and not reading ahead. I did good. I did you good. You did good? I did good. You can't be proud of me. You didn't read ahead. Yeah, it was tough. I think that's, I mean, that's where it just, the page turner effect of like, I am just, I can't put this down. There is just yeah. nothing. There is nothing that's going to, there's no, there's no point until you get to the end where you're like, I could set this down for a day. No. Or like, I have to go to work for eight hours. I feel okay putting this down for eight hours. Right. It's like, no, this is coming mm-hmm. to work with me. I am reading yeah. anytime that I have a moment. Yes. I'm looking for, because SJM did it again. Where, so they're in the thick of it with the war. Mm. Um, and Elaine gets taken by the cauldron into Highburn's yep. camp. And yep. as they're leaving, um, and as is with her, they they save another person. Is she a fae or is she like a children of the blessed, I think? She was, yeah, she was part of the children of the blessed that they were, yeah. because... Um, I have that in here. They're trying they're trying to use Nesta's connection with the cauldron to find the cauldron, but they think it ends up like waking it up and so it gives away their position. 
So then mm-hmm. they kidnap um, Elaine instead of Nesta, which I think is interesting. And um, because so they knew that everyone will go fucking save Elaine. <laughs> save shit. And um, yeah, she's walking. I thought it was so brilliant that Feyre chooses to like shapeshift into Ianthe. I thought that was great to get into the camp. And I think, I think it was like a child, like children of the blessed person that was like almost up on like a crucifix or like they're going to burn. And that like goes back to the whole conversation we had about like the relationship between humans and like, especially highburn fairies of like, they just think of them as like almost like rodents, like mice where it's like fun to play with, but like you want to torture. Yeah, I don't. It's gross. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I agree. And, and that's finally when you, Tamlin like, but you meet this other children of the blessed, and like, as I've you know done some deep diving on Reddit, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people keep bringing her back up, thinking that she's going to come back up in like other books. Really? But, yeah. But again, SJM like gives her a name, gives her like you know. A role. A role. And I kept thinking like, oh, she's going to pop back up again. Never see her ever again. I think she's like in the winter court. Yeah, because I think they they put her to use too, right? Like they, yeah. like she was like organizing you body something. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if they had her she fighting, but like just like organizing stuff. <laughs> like talking animals. Can you, go, can you go check everyone in, please? Like, can you do something? <laughs> On their their swords and name tags. Right, right. Here are the nameplates. You need to make sure this gets to everybody. Make sure everybody knows about the continental breakfast. (laughs) Checking them in. And they're there on time. Right. Please give them the schedule. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I I think it's just another character that SJM kind of like wants us to get attached to, but does, you know, almost like runs out of space or runs out of room for her. Because there's so many other things. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of like a reminder for her of like, no, no, I need to go back to this person. Right. Right. I mean, or it's just, she's just there just to show Farah's like humanity of like, you almost blew up your entire operation to save your sister for this one person. Yeah. But they, but again, like her humanity of Farah is taking, because I guess it's from Farah's perspective. So Feyre takes the time to learn her name, learn what she looks like. Mm. And that makes a difference to her. Of like, no, no, you're coming with us. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. And, and then, then we find Danny out that. Little redemption. He does. And Jurian. We find out he's a double secret agent. Jurian. What? Talk yeah. about a roller coaster. I don't know how to feel about him. I feel a lot. I love what she has done with Jurian. Do you? Yes. I love that he started off as an eyeball on Amarantha's finger. Talk about a transformation story. Talk about a redemption arc. <laughs> yeah, I forget I, that he was an eyeball. I love that. Yeah. And now he's a double secret probation spy. Also just like kind of looking out for himself. Because he just wants to get to Miriam, right? Yeah. Which, like, the like, whole... I feel like... Miriam... Yeah. I'm like, why are we doing this? 
it felt again a lot. It felt like a lot. I agree. I'm wondering and like, if that's going to be a whole spinoff of another. Oh, maybe. Because they brought in Nafel and who's the mm. other one with like the, the wings and she saved her love and all of yep. that. There's like, but then it's also in love that. with more too. Yes. Yeah. There's like, a, I wonder if that's going to be a whole spinoff. Maybe, or maybe part of like Moore's story if we ever get it. Yeah. Because yeah, that was just a lot. I'm, I had to like reread some of that because I'm like, yeah. Do I need to know this for right now? And uh-huh. I think the answer was no. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I came up with, not me, not now. Yeah. Not my monkey, not my circus. <laughs> Put this I, to the side. Yeah, I felt the same way every time they were trying to like describe Miriam and Dracon, Dracor, Dracon. Yeah. I'm like, okay, if they're a couple and they're happy and they're on their own island, where the fuck does Jurian come in to like third wheel this? Right. And And you're made to think Jurian's bad. And then later on, Jurian's not that bad. And like, I thought Miriam was going to be bad. Like, I don't, there's a whole love triangle there that I did not have the capacity. Right. Meanwhile, there's a war going on. Well, and I think that I was like, okay, so they're just going to come in at the end and save everybody. But like, where the fuck you been, bitch? Like, oh, we were there the whole time. We saw you guys flying around, but we just thought it was a mistake. What? Oh, we had the the other half of the book of the cauldron shit that you needed. Why don't you just ask? Because we couldn't fucking find you, Miriam. Yeah. Take your phone off silent, you dumb bitch. (laughs) Yeah, I ended up getting more, like, upset by their, like, a whole nonchalantness of it. Of, like, we've just been so happy, like, living on our (laughs) island, mixing fairies and humans together. It's like, okay, that's so nice for you. I'm so happy. But, like, that's what we're trying to achieve out here. So if you could participate, yeah, if you could wake the fuck up and participate, the rest of the world could be this way. If you could shed a little light, Miriam. (laughs) Just, oh my God, hello. (sighs) Yeah, I feel like Jirian and Eris have kind of like the same vibe for me of misunderstood bad guys where put in tough situations, had Mm. to make tough, tough calls and... I hope that they find the best in their life. They find their right journey, if you will. <laughs> well, and really, we are introduced to Jurian because Amarantha has him his block his eyeball. Just like a, a magic eight because ball. That's all I could picture was him as a magic <laughs> eight ball. Just like sloshing around Not in that blue it. liquid. <laughs> yeah. Situation unlikely. Outlook looks grim. <laughs> yeah. Because he killed Amarantha's sister. Well, right? I don't know. Oh, I man, know. That, and that goes into the whole thing. Again, whole backstory of Amarantha. She's been around forever and then just boop dead. But, but 
The whole reason we hate Jirion is because he killed Amarantha's sister. But then how is he also in this other love triangle with Miriam and Dracon? I'm like, listen, if he's getting close to What's-Her-Toes, how can he be really invested in Miriam? Like, pick a side. Pick a lane. You can't be mad that Miriam went off with, like, your best, like, your best general. Because you're over here playing mind games with What's-Her-Face. Hello? You're too busy, Darian, to be you know, tied down right now. <laughs> to obviously. be this entitled. <laughs> yeah. Just a bunch of entitled men. Just, ugh. Pick a lane now. <laughs> I know. Don't fuck around with the fairy chick when you have this other woman who you want to woo. If you want to woo her, woo her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying. You gotta woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, you fucked around and now you're an, a magic eight ball ring. So I don't really feel bad for you. Like, I, I'm having a hard time seeing your side of the puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. Because you stepped in it, my friend. You really stepped really? in it. But, I mean, good for him for staying alive, sticking with it, man. I guess. And not be destroyed. Close. He's some crow. Oh. Yeah, he's a little snaky. Yeah. Yeah, I'm intrigued by him. I do like him as a character, I have to say. Yeah, he adds a little spice. Yeah. The one good thing was, talk about what's his toes, is um, Elaine's... Oh, God, fiancé. Okay, fiancé. Grayson? Or is that the last yeah. name? Yeah. Grayson cares? sounds right. He's gone. <laughs> good fucking riddance to you and I your forgot. ugly-ass iron ring. You don't matter. That's all I have to say. One thing that I, because they went back to that fucking house and I was just like, not again. Yeah, leave him alone. Just, uh, I mean, thankfully they did go back, I guess. (sighs) Because they got them to fight, but I was like, a little weasel. At least house humans or whatever, but still, yeah. Yeah, I think they said like their only stipulation was that there's going to be no fairies housed there, but they were they would help take in humans. But then he basically said it, everything was over with Elaine. But then didn't they also come and help fight at the very end with Tamlin? I, I thought, do not remember. I think she said it was like Tamlin and then Grayson's army, oh. and then there's and then Miriam and Dracon, Dracor, just. Decided to wake up and join the fucking party. I just, I can't get over it. Like, where have you been? I know. And then the one human queen that was also a firebird. Like, that also. And then Elaine is a seer and sees that, but then doesn't speak up about anything else. (laughs) Such a good point. And we I have can this see- Pokemon on the other side of the world. Let me just quickly kind of tell you about it. She, Elaine, like, speaks in riddles. It's like, she- bitch, just say what is on your mind. Or say the visions. Just talk them out and let everybody else kind of, like, put the pieces together. Everything was like, oh, I forgot to tell you guys that I saw her in my dream. Like, okay. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, The least helpful. Speaking of a great montage, though, mm-hmm. when the three monsters come together, so Pharaoh, oh. 
enlist Braxius, Brixius, Braxius, Braxis, the Weaver, um, and the Bone Carver. Yeah, all three of them. Wait, is Braxis? He's oh. the one in the pit in the library that he's the Void, right? Yeah, that like yeah when the Ravens came to yeah Highburn Ravens came to um capture Feyre and Nesta. He saved Feyre and <laughs> Nesta. And then poor Cassian <laughs> gets fucking traumatized again by him. <laughs> God, that poor guy. Poor thing. I just, I don't, know, thing. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> gets up every day. Puts on his pants one leg at a time. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really cool mm. that she got the monsters to, like, work in her favor. Yeah. But, I mean, she but, did sacrifice Ianthe to the Weaver. So, I feel like the Weaver kind of owed her a little that something. That was really dope. I yeah. could not have a better horrible ending for Ianthe. Oh, so good. Yeah. But then I also was kind of sad that the Weaver didn't really get a good... I mean... Just head blown that, off. Oh, my God. I was just... I Like, I, I don't know what I wanted for her. When the bone carver died. Me too. But I, I also... I also feel like, like looking back on it too, like once you're kind of through it, it's like the surreal, those monsters helped her and got her to where she needed to be so that she could save the, you know, the kingdom. I cried when the surreal died. Yeah. I cried. Oh yeah. That like, one I, hit hard. The I brought up the quote too of the little passage when he's trying, when Ianthe like shoots him and then um Feyre leads Ianthe and the Highburn Ravens into the Weaver and then she comes back and the the serial's not doing well and he just says, Leave this world a better place than how you found it. And as its chest rose and stopped altogether, as its breath escaped in one last sigh, I understood why the serial had come to help me again and again. Not just for kindness, but because it was a dreamer. Are you kidding? Mm. I mm. I was sobbing. Yeah. Because I just, I think I said it in an earlier episode. I just always felt like there was some kind of a reason of why she, why Pharaoh was always able to catch the cereal, even though it was supposed to be this kind of like, myth that you know you can try and catch them but it's really hard and then you have to be near water to escape like there are too many like things that had to go right but yet she somehow always captured him and he was just very like upfront with her the whole time and then when he gets shot with the arrow and he's like um like you should leave you should leave and she's like i'm not gonna let you die here alone i was just like are you kidding (laughs) And all he wants then, is the world to be a better place than when she first got there. Yeah. Just leave it better like than... This grotesque thing that knows all the answers that people were freaking, like, terrified of. Just right. wants a beautiful world. The world to be world. a better place. Which I guess is... He would be the person to be like, you know, I know what... I yeah. see everything. I see all you motherfuckers. And y'all are doomed. <laughs> Unless they're acting right. Please, for the love of God... Y'all right. need Jesus. Y'all need Jesus. We're going to service on Sunday. Let's go. Pack your shit. We're going to church. Pack your shit. Yep. I just, yeah, that part. 
Yeah, wrecked me. Really got me. And then the other part that really got me was Reese's like pregame speech before the final battle. Oh, oh baby, oh baby. I was just like, this is it. They're all gonna die. Yeah, I'm gonna kill Katie for making me read these books, (laughs) and then they're all gonna die. (laughs) I was very nervous, and then gonna be pissed. I think I texted you. I was like, if everyone dies, I I will riot. Yeah, like this final, because he goes around and says like what he's enjoyed so much about like getting to know some getting to know each and every one of them and what like their relationship has taught him. And then at the very end goes the great joy and honor in my life has been to know you, to call you family. And I'm grateful more than I can possibly say to have had this time with you all. Yep. And then I'm like, Oh, dead. they're all going to die. Dead. Day, day, day. And then my cousin Katie's going to be day, day, day. <laughs> My cousin Ray Ray. Boop. Dead. Boop. Dead. Broke every bone in his body. Oh, yeah. It was really, the other really... part. too. The other, other part. Yeah. There were so many. Yeah. Mr. Archeron. Oh. Mr. I... Freaking Archeron. Talk about a redemption. Comes through with the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. <laughs> <laughs> the Spirit of Santi. <laughs> How? <laughs> How did you yeah. feel about that like do you feel like that was his redemption arc and he like you felt complete once he died because I have a lot of feelings about it no I was pissed when he died yeah but I was also pissed again that he showed up of like where the fuck you been you couldn't right you couldn't give it a heads up a freaking smoke signal not a freaking carrier pigeon like can you right. give us Heads up, like, hey, I know what's going on. Just trying to do my best. Like, quick little text here or there. <laughs> nothing. Fucking nothing. I, and then shows up to try and save the day. And he gets maybe a couple pages. And, like, say none of this was actually happening with the Arshron sisters. And they were still at by themselves twiddling their thumbs. Wouldn't you warn your daughters who are literally right next to the wall? of the fairies that like, Hey, things are going well across the sea. Like something a little cryptic of like, I just need you guys to move South or I need you guys to get on a ship and come to the continent. Like I just travel with me. Right. I just feel like there were so many things that like, okay, if you clearly knew what was going on or like, we're trying to help the greater good, which I think is a great like piece of redemption. You still had three daughters that were like very close to where all this shit was popping off and you couldn't not to mention all the staff of your house as well like right that are all human that really have no defenses against the dark arts like (laughs) nothing and you are just you come at the end of the day so happy you got here really happy but I I do think it's a bit problematic (laughs) in the way that he went about it and then I really hate like how hard Nesta took it. Yeah, she's got her shit, you know. Yeah, and again, out testins on like, display. Really, really out testiny. Like I tested me. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> more like, like what? 
<laughs> Tell you what tested me. Those out testins, not staying intestines. <laughs> oh man, I know. I that was another part where I was like, all right, well it's Cassian, I guess. Yeah. I guess I yep. better start so, coping. Better start right. coping with the fact that he's yep. the one. Yep. And then Nesta's yep. really and just gonna be one. unbearable. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Bear- well, little did we know she was unbearable either fucking way, but <laughs> Honestly. that's for next episode. Uh, yeah, I think Mr. Archer kind of got done a little dirty, but again, I get it of just he was kind of a loose end that needed to be just tied up. And I'm happy he helped versus yes. hurt. I agree. Because but... I was like, are we just never going to hear from him again? Like, that's going to bug me. Or, like, Mm. is he just going to be a dud the entire time? But I love that he, again, a little bit of a redemption arc of, Mm -hmm. hey, I'm here. Like, I recognize you as my daughters. I love you. Mm -hmm. If my life is going to end protecting you and showing you that I love you, Mm -hmm. here it is. Which got me good. Yeah. Just wish it wasn't Hybern that got to kill him, you know? Like, I... That guy sucks. Yeah. I love that Nessa got to kill Highburn. Mm-mm. Elaine. Oh, Elaine. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. I know. I was pissed. It looked like she was going to try, but she was too injured. She could barely, like, make it over. Right. And then Elaine just comes out of nowhere and kind of pulls, like, I almost likened it to, like, when Arya Stark is like being choked by the Night King mm-hmm. and then she drops the dagger and like sticks him. But like yeah. Arya Stark at least like deserved that kill. 100%. You know, Elaine does nothing, says nothing, sees nothing. Well, except for the Pokemon. <laughs> Worthwhile. Let me put an asterisk. He's <laughs> always late to the fucking party. She cooks, she cleans. But she's the one that gets to kill him. She makes a mean tart, but. <laughs> if it wasn't going to be Kara, my vote was going to be Nesta. Especially because Nesta she was pointing at him out of the cauldron. Like, that was pretty badass. and Totally. Totally. Uh... And just the rage that Nesta had with him using them as, like, to show that the cauldron was still yeah. working to those fucking queens. I'm like, man, the least she could do is be the one to kill him. Yeah. Maybe that's the way SJM wanted it to kind of really throw her into the spiral that she goes into. Talk about being ruffled. (laughs) Consider my feathers ruffled. (laughs) And they're not, they're not coming out. Tell you what, they're not going to come out. It's going to take a miracle to get these out. (laughs) To get these ruffles unruffled. But, nevertheless, but we persist. We still had 18 chapters to go. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, and the whole, like, Amryn storyline with, like, like, Feyre took it so personally that Amryn, like, lied to her. And I was kind of like, Meanwhile, more pissed at her for doing the same exact thing. I... Like, Feyre, you did the same exact thing to more 20 chapters and... ago. <laughs> And it's all for the greater good. Like, at some point, yeah. like, someone is... And, like, I just feel like Amran is just so upfront and is like, 
I am a creature. I have lived for too long. I'm trying to get back to wherever the fuck I came from. How would you, like, why would you not give that to her? Right. But I actually, like, for a hot second, thought Amran was just going to be evil and out for herself for a second. What do you mean? I thought she was on Highburn's side. I thought she was a spy. You for thought a hot the worst? Take. Yeah, I thought the worst. I spiraled real hard. Damn. <laughs> Maybe you should read ahead more often. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Oh my god. My mind is a scary place, Katie. <laughs> the dark time. I just I just thought she, because she's so, because she, she's the number two to Reese. So I just mm-hmm. thought she was going to be like, you don't get to make declarations of, I'm going to sacrifice mm-hmm. myself for the greater good without understanding the rest of us also want to be able to do that and make that choice and have that autonomy over like our own decisions. So I thought she was just going to like, boop, go in the cauldron and like break it apart. But then she comes back. Yeah, so that's no. good. And we're back. Yeah. But then also Reese had like, the thing I didn't like is like Amarin gets quote unquote sacrificed, comes mm-hmm. out, is now more or less a fairy, like more human than she was before. But then Reese has to give himself up to keep the cauldron still together. Right? I don't know because I was reading through freaking floods in my eyeballs. I couldn't see straight. When I tell you I was sobbing <laughs> uncontrollably. Yep, okay. Yep, yep. I not, just not one of my finer moments, but uh, I, I had was no not faith. Okay with I had that. no faith in SJM yeah. at this point. I was like, fuck this shit. You kind of gave up on her, didn't you? <laughs> I did. And I, I apologize for that now. But Oof. Yeah, it's it's yeah. tough. I did I was, kind of love that Reese and Amran kind of like saw each other and like passed each other in the afterlife. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, no, bitch, come on, you don't really want to go there. Yeah, think about it. It's not that great. Yeah, and Amran's like, mm, okay, <laughs> twist my arm. I yeah, I was about to be so angry if they went through all of that and then. It wasn't like the King of Hybern that killed him. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't some other like force upon himself other than him like giving himself up. That's exactly what Farah had been saying the whole time of like, you're not doing that. Like, yeah, you're not doing that. And then he fucking does it. Cause I'm like, okay, now Farah is going to kill herself. And then where are we going to go from here? It's going to be a whole Romeo and Juliet situation. Reese is going to wake up and then Farah is just going to be dead. And, uh, now what's gonna happen to the inner circle? They're gonna spiral. Um, God. Yeah, welcome to the spiral. But also, alas. I thought that would have been a great way for Tamlin to redeem himself of sacrificing himself to the cauldron. <laughs> but even the cauldron doesn't want him. <laughs> and then he has the to like pause to bringing Reese back to life. The I need you absolute to audacity to pause at bringing that man back to life. Are you kidding me? All the uh, shit you just pulled? Right. And then you fought on their side. Like, clearly you know what is best for 
the greater good. So just you've shown your hand, pal. You you're uh, on our side. <laughs> right. Now straighten up and act like it. Oh my god. If you're gonna be a part of the team, be a part of the team. Oh, Don't fly yeah. together, okay? Quack quack, motherfucker. Right. Oh yeah. And I love that. Favorite's like, no. Yeah. Get yeah. here. Come here. Off it up. Put your little <laughs> magic inside him. Not Takes that him way. By the ear. Like, yeah, yeah. Spit it out. Spit it out. <laughs> Don't be a dick. Now is not the time. Oh, not the time for yeah. these games. Oh. But we made it to the end. And yeah. everyone, I mean, aside from Cassia needing to be put back together, little pin cushion that he is, <laughs> they actually did okay. They all made it out alive, this ragtag bunch. Oh my God. Aren't they, though? They still have the time and the energy. To start discussing a new treaty with the human and Feylands afterwards. I, yeah, I don't know how I felt about that. I mean, I guess it's kind of like they're all in one place physically. So might as well try and start like hammering it out, especially Mm because the Firebird Pokemon is going to become a Firebird at sunset or something. So it's kind of like, well, (laughs) we only have a select hour with her. Yeah, I I did not. I know they get more into like the human queens in Silver Flames. Mm-hmm. Just so disinterested in it. I don't know why. Yeah. I think because they're so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Goes back to the whole thing about like sci-fi and fantasy. The humans yeah. are always the worst. Yeah. They're always the worst characters. I'm like, can we just be done with this? Yeah. Aside from, actually I stand corrected, aside from Aragorn. He's the only good human. Yes. I'll die on that hill. I'd join you on that one. Okay. I'm trying to think about if there's any good humans in The Witcher that I might need to add to that, but I don't think there are. Oh. What about Game of Thrones? Oh, they're all awful. I was just thinking. I mean, Arya, like, but, like, she has her moments, like. Yeah, I suppose. just flawed, you know? Right. We're just flawed. The human condition is flawed. Correct. Yeah, I suppose. I guess I don't think of them as humans. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. Probably for the best. <laughs> Probably. Don't get attached. Don't get attached. <laughs> wow. Any other? Um, I'm exhausted. I know that this this was a good book. I mean, I still think Mist and Fury is my favorite, but Wings and Ruin was a time. It was a great yeah. like final installment of like the trilogy i think and talk about this next episode but yeah the breather that is frost and starlight Mm. also i cannot i am so thankful for reading this series while other the other books are out Mm -hmm. because i cannot imagine setting that book down and knowing i have to wait Mm-hmm. For more. I don't I don't know if I'd be okay. <laughs> I know, because she does like wrap it up nicely, but you really only get two chapters of like post fighting. You don't really mm-hmm. get much beyond the final 
scene, like the final right. crazy scene and the King of Hybern dying and then Mr. Archeron dying, like all of that stuff. And yeah. then the cauldron and yada, yada, yada. And being okay that just, Reese is alive, like just right. after. And everybody's alive. Like, like everyone made it out. Okay. It's, it, you're like from it. And so Frost and Starlight is that like kind of happy ending of like tying the bow on. Yeah. The epilogue. What life. Yeah what life could be like now that they've fought and died for it yeah it was a good little epilogue slash prologue to silver flames yeah and war Oof. yeah nice was this the book us. that you thought you had more chapters and you only had like two chapters no left? that was silver flames okay dang 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 sons of bitches no this one was like i read straight through the day finished it probably at like 10 o'clock at night on a Saturday and then immediately bought Frost and Starlight and started that. <laughs> like, I need more. I need more. Like itching like an Just addict. Just make sure they are okay and they stay right. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. All good things. We're almost, we're almost, we're getting through this series. Next one is going to be Frost and Starlight, which is kind of a smaller episode and not even smaller. I think we just end up going on a lot of different tangents outside of the book itself. Um, and then Silver Flames. And then we're caught up. Wow. What we a journey. Pick our next spiral. Oof, can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm finally ready. Yeah. I think, I think you were right. I think it was the first or second episode, but we were talking, you were like, I, you were still actively reading it. So then mm-hmm. when you finished, you didn't feel as like book hangover E because you're like, I have like this so where we can yeah. talk about it. And I definitely feel like I've been able to like move on to different book series. I haven't gone back into fantasy or anything. I dabbled. I'm, I stuck a toe in the water and it was bad. So then I was yeah. like, okay, we're going back to rom-com. Right. I'm fully immersed in my smutty sports rom-com well with my soccer brothers. I finished the like proper series of it. And now there's like three spinoff books that I'm going to start today. So. Yeah. I'm knee deep in Book Lovers by Emily Henry. And that <sighs> is the palate cleanser that... I needed so good. Yep, that was my first book after yeah. a Kotar. She's yeah. just so good. Breaking. Oh, we can talk about this later, but yeah, I was yeah. actually thinking about going back and reading, rereading People We Meet on Vacation and uh, Beach Read. Beach Read, yeah. I think, is still my favorite out of all of them. You know, Book Lovers is, I think, taking yeah. the lead for me. Nice. Anyway, okay. Well, okay. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.